0: Oh, hi, boniface. Hey, I'm good, man. Um, it's it's been a minute since we we saw each other. And yeah, last I last time we saw was uh. Was, uh yeah. You were from Kabete, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. kitambo Yeah, yeah, that's that's like how many years? Two, two years ago. It's seventeen. <laughs> right. I think it was seventeen. Yeah, it's been a long time, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: although those with
1: Facebook and. I mean, I can always know what's going on in your life. Man. Wait, what? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Am I, am I too, too open? Um... No, no. As in it's the nature of social media. So essentially, um, if let's say you do something, maybe you write something, or what? When you write your thoughts, um, on social oh, media, yeah. someone is able to follow up and say, Ah, okay, this guy's alive, you know
0: actually you can uh, you can uh, know how you can you can know from social media where someone traveled to outside the country yeah 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 little bit. or they're marrying so yeah. yeah i think it's true but I, I think i've been a bit quiet on social media uh-huh. you know nowadays i get like 10 likes i used to get like 500 likes you know <laughs> i, I <laughs> went a bit off mm, um, what happened let me go maturity At that yeah. time you th- things for for the likes Nowadays, mm-hmm. I will post a long, a long story, written words, no, no, no picture whatsoever. So mm-hmm. I, I want to attract kind of a specific niche of people, if if niche is the right word. Um, mm-hmm. if someone get interested to read my my story, oh, then they really are different. <laughs> I,
1: I, I guess that's interest. That's an interesting, I like, cause you know there is um, I, I usually find Twitter more harmful. Uh, than oh. Facebook, uh, Facebook has this element of headlining everything, but yeah. Twitter is much worse because it's headlining everything almost every second. Uh, oh, right. the, the amount of information you can put in a in a tweet is very little. Um, basically, yeah. Yeah. in a fast food, in terms of information, and people become oh, yeah. accustomed to you know reading long things or some kind of a story or something. I don't know what you think.
0: Okay, that's interesting. I'm I'm not so used to Twitter. I have a few friends who are on Twitter. They are so active there. I'm not. I just have an account just in case I do an application. They're asking for a Twitter account and so. Oh,
1: okay.
0: I have like ten followers, hundred followers. Ah. So Twitter is not my thing. <laughs> no, sir.
1: Okay, so I think we 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 can get into who you are. Boniface Sagini, Yeah. Who are you? Where are you from? Are you Kenyan? Uh, are you from Mars? <laughs> um,
0: tell us. How did you grow up? Your childhood, etc. Oh wow, wow. So Boniface Sagini, Boniface Obviously that's my name. Who I am is quite complicated, especially right now because of. I think I'm in I'm like some kind of identity crisis where I'm trying to find myself. You see. A lot of of young people, like I am, are trying to find themselves. I've talked to to, to, to a few people, and they're saying they're trying to do A, B, C, D, to know uh, who they are, you know? So I'm in that that, um, time in life where I'm looking for myself, so it's difficult to answer who I am. So let me say I'm just a young guy who's trying to find out myself, who I am. And because I found my I find myself to be an outlier everywhere I go and I don't mean that in terms of success I mean that in terms of personality and the opinions that I hold and therefore when I'm talking i I'm, I'm, I'm very passionate and very different and sometimes I have to ask people am I am I weird am I strange am I crazy <laughs> so I'm, I'm in that journey of discovery so in in, in the routine official, form, let me say, uh, my name is Bonface Aghini. I, right now, I'm a writer. I'm also a researcher with the Youth Think Tank, which is an initiative of the MasterCard Foundation and Restless Development. And in, in the Youth Think Tank, we basically research into the livelihood issues of young people. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm also a graduate of civil engineering, um, which I think is not helping me so much right now. And uh, I grew up in and Kisi, maybe name Kisi, you know uh some people think, oh, i look like I'm a messiah i act like a Lua, whatever i'm i'm probably kissy and that's where i've grown grown up i've grown up from, from from very very um very humble background actually i really have to so uh, to show people pictures that I, I i grew up um in some some kind of situation that i did because people look at me they're like, you were born in town, you, you've never known what's vain. people really don't know what I'm going through.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I have gone through hell, my friend, and both from at home through my life as well. Mm-hmm. So I went to, there's a primary school nearby known as Ekeru Primary School. I went to Lenana School. I think that's important to mention, right? I also went to, I went to Igetron University, uh, but for one year and then I dropped and I went to took to do something I love is mm-hmm. So that's my story, basically in, in in summary. There's a lot I can talk about myself, but I think you know that's safe to say.
1: Okay, so um you I you, you know like when someone looks you up, uh, a very prominent part of your story is banana school. And um, wait, wait. What? <laughs> I, I honestly, because I, I also went to high school, but uh, I don't think I identify myself so much with my high school, yeah, um, as you do with yours. So uh, maybe why the difference uh, was there some kind of an impact or something.
0: Uh, wow! <laughs> do you know alas <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> Kaiser. Do you, ever, do you ever see the pins they wear and the ties they wear? Those are like born society, so that comes from Lenana school. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's a culture of pride. We are so proud of, of where we went to, and it's a culture that we, we hold onto until now. But on a personal level, this is really where I changed, because I came from the village. You know, My very first time to Nairobi was when I came to Lenana school. At that time, the only other farthest place I had gone to was Kisumu, and that was to Oh. There was some registration for I think it was as, was it Kenyatta Foundation scholarship or was it four? Was it something like that. So the first time I came to Nairobi was when I came to to, to high school. Now from form one to form four there is a transformation that that I received which is tremendous honestly. I had a few friends who who told me that I really changed and i was the class prefect then from first year sorry from form one until from four i was the class prefect and so i used to shrub a lot. <laughs> i don't even shrubs <laughs> um which 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 is which is a good thing i used to do that every single day until i got better and i'm not afraid of making mistakes actually it's something i've learned on the way so by the end of the four years, I was so transformed, man. Like, it was just crazy. And basically, this is what people don't, cannot identify me with where I come from. And that's yeah. why Lenana School is a big part of who I am today. And okay. yeah, I'd, I, I'd love people to identify me with Lenana School because it's Lenana School and also because oh. it honestly did a big a big transformation, a big impact. On my life than most people. You know, the people went, who went to the same school, the same class, but at the end of the four years, they're speaking the same, dressing the same. I feel like they were not <laughs> transformed as such. I'm um, like I was. So, I'm, so, I'm so proud of that school for transforming me. Hey, my friend, if mm-hmm. I went to a village school, if I went to a village school, you, you, you cannot, you could not, I could not be changed. Um, we could be having this conversation right now. I honestly think that mm-hmm. Benalla School is like the highlight, is like the tipping point that happened to me. Also, I'm All right, fine.
1: so. Sorry? Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I just wanted to segue into uh, your writing, because uh, I had suspected maybe yeah. uh, your writing began there, or your interest in literature, and putting out your thoughts in words uh, or am I mistaken?
0: Oh okay um so writing so th- the reason why I got into writing was I was in so much pain of actually half of my school I was i was I was sick that's another story University or high school high school high school half of high school until the whole of university actually until like two years ago is when i I can actually like sit down and read you know so i wrote that book out of out of pain so i published it when i was in i think in second year and so the reason why i got into writing because i was doing a bit of journaling when i was i was in high school and i remember 44 days to exams i was so stressed okay i was so stressed so i had to to have like kind of kind of journal to write my thoughts down because i thought that was helpful but people have told me from from early on, even when I was in class eight, that I used to write poems, write stuff. I used to write very good compositions. I think maybe something that was inside of me that I didn't know of that that was, you know, cat- cat- catalysts. Eh? Catal- ca- the catalyst was the pain. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of pain, and I started writing about my pain, and slowly it became a book. Although the book is not a- about pain. So that's mm-hmm. how I came to writing. As for literature, I cannot say I'm a big fan of literature. Because literature literature mostly concerns fiction. I'm not a big fan of fiction actually. Mm-hmm. I love nonfiction. So my writing right now has to do with something that is real. So the book I'm writing is on young people um what problems they are facing and how they can handle it's around love obviously life mm-hmm. and work because i fear this time of my life these are things very really important and so that's the book i'm writing i'm writing very slowly so my writing is I, I don't want it to be like the prominent thing about me i don't use writing as a tool to mm-hmm. grow my other s- things that i'm doing so as much as I'm a writer, it's really not something that is I, I intend to be prominent. Um, I want to be identified as something else, not a writer.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so so it's it's more like an outlet.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, for, for outlining your your thought process. I think. Uh, on what's going on, what's going on around
0: you. Yeah, I think that. Writing is very important, just like speaking, mm-hmm. and everywhere in life, whether it's politics, whether it's the corporate life, you really must communicate. And I think if you if you master the art of speaking and also the art of writing, you are basically um, nothing can come like on your way to success. That's what I believe. Yeah. But writing, I think, is the, the biggest tool. Actually, writing is the reason why I'm I'm doing the things I'm doing. You know. My engineering has not helped me get opportunities that I have gotten. I've been I've been, I've been an ambassador for a UNEP CSR because of writing. I have been, I'm now a researcher because of writing. So so writing has been important to me, but I see it as a tool. And I, I think everybody should be writing. Everybody should, like, open a blog or something. Uh, because writing, I think, is very important. Not just writing the books, but writing in terms of expression. So that's why I see it. Nowadays, not 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 for money, not for the books.
1: Yeah, I actually, I can concur because for me, it, um, with the kind of writing I've done and that I'm doing, yeah, uh, it it actually helps you clarify your thinking more because you you're forced, you know, like yeah. when yeah. reading, um, you're actually. Um, you, you're saying those words and you're expressing, you, you're reading those things, you're saying it your own selves in your own mind. But when yeah. you're writing, because now, okay, when you're writing, you're forced now to express it uh, both by, it's like inverse reading, uh, if I can say that. So essentially, you are saying it, but you're also making it as you go. So you're building up the thought process and in a way, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, writing is more powerful than speech. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, okay, this is my
0: own... Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I could with, be wrong. <laughs> because, uh, I agree with yeah? you. I agree with you because writing, there's no difference yeah. between writing and critical thinking. So if you're mm-hmm. writing something and it's not the paragraphs are not adding up, there are pieces that are not like, in there, that's what's happening in your mind. Mm-hmm. Writing forces you to piece together everything. And after you've written is when you can actually speak. So I agree with you. It's more important than something. It is. Certainly. It is.
1: Okay. So, so um, uh, okay, you've already mentioned it, your first book, Thrills and Chills. How was it received? What do you, um, uh, if you would go back, would you change anything in the book?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Thrills and chills oh wow it was like a highlight of my life Um, I think that chills was really it was like a pedestal it gave me a pedestal on which to see life and to see other things and to get opportunities so I'm so proud of having I've written that obviously I have a few I think I used a bit of complicated language. I, I, If I were to write it again, I could use simpler language. And I think there's a, a certain way I didn't use um, my stories or local stories. There are places where I use stories I, I read on the internet, which are stories, obviously, from the West. So if I were to write mm-hmm. that book again, I could have... You know, I could have used my stories and other people's stories locally, although that's also a very difficult process to actually get stories because these stories, getting these stories is not easy work. Um, People don't publish a lot. And if you, yeah, they don't publish a lot. So, how was the book received? Wow. (laughs) The most famous moment of my life was when I released the book. I, I tell you I used to, to write I used to write something on Facebook, I get so many likes, you know, I was so famous. So I got a lot of love. Wow. People are buying the book. Um Wana you know? So when I go let's say to Jakwart, mm-hmm. um like someone shows me my book and then it's dirty, people have been reading it and, and, and everything. I got so many good reviews. Uh, Wallace I wrote me a review. Mm-hmm. Doctor wow. Paul uh-huh. Bundy Karau wrote me a review. There are so many people wrote me reviews. Wow! So Thrills and Chills was was a big deal. Like if if I was to stay in that status for the <laughs> for the rest of my life, <laughs> I could probably have chosen because I was famous. The book was being bought. Mm-hmm. Although let me say, publishing a book is actually the easier part the selling is where it's tricky you know people people promise you they're going to buy the book but they actually don't buy the, book. the mm-hmm. difficult part is the selling the marketing and you have to devote a lot of time remember my students and i don't have probably a lot of money to print the book printing is also very yeah. expensive and so i did what i did so i'm proud of what i did mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't think <laughs> i have so many regrets with that book it launched me and i'm so happy about that okay okay and i was 20. i was (laughs) 19 20 there yeah so um
1: a bit more now uh about the research that you're doing um you you just mentioned right now you're a researcher with what's the organization again
0: so think it's a, think um, Okay, can you explain that? Okay. So I'm a member. I'm a I'm a researcher with the youth think tank. Uh the youth Think, the African Youth Think Tank is an initiative of the MasterCard Foundation. I think in Kenya, MasterCard Foundation is is well known, I guess. And it's also it's implemented the project is being implemented by Restless Development Uganda. And and um uh, it's in seven countries this Zambia this Kenya this Uganda this Tanzania there is I don't mention Zambia, Zambia Malawi right so those are the Rwanda so these are the countries that are in in, in the youth think tank. we are, we are we are 40 41 right now and we're looking like in two groups so the two groups are researching different topics so for us we are researching on the barriers that youth-led businesses are facing and they're researching about young women in stem industries and construction but we also let's let's talk about yeah
1: let's because you said it's being implemented by restless development yeah uh so what does that mean like are you are you giving them what do they do with the the research that you give them what does this research look like because for most people it's a bit it's a bit uh, a mystical element of society whenever people you know deal with think tanks and all these things. So just demyst- demystify it for us, um, like what kind of piece- pieces of information are you putting out and how are they being implemented?
0: Oh, yeah. Etc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, youth, the Youth Think Tank is a research group. So researching mm-hmm. on the livelihood issues of young people. So that's why it's another Youth Think Tank. and. Mm-hmm. African, given it's seven African countries, it's a project that is being funded by Mastercard Foundation. It is. Um, it was started by, I think it was Restless, or was it Mastercard? I'm not very sure. But one is the funder, and the other one is the does the implementation. So Restless Uganda, Restless is a global organization as well. It's based in U.S., U.K all over release. And it's so good the hub of Uganda is so good at doing research. So that's why they got that contract, I can say, of of implementing that research. And what they do is that they go out there. Every year they get a cohort a cohort to, of young researchers to go research into certain topics. You know it's it's obvious it's it's beyond research. But what is the research is done then with this that after you, you do the research is that we do reports and then we send the reports to policymakers. We we disseminate, we we spark conversations around around the issues of young people. Um like the ones mm-hmm. the research they did last year, which is which was around tourism, informed the the design of the curriculum of Tibet in Kenya. So it's very impactful the research that we do i cannot go more into what specifically it has done but it doesn't sit there that sit there to, to, to be dusted off it it does something it's not like the okay. the academic research we see in the libraries no this is this this one is funded and the process is youth led and the results are seen mm-hmm. because we right. we we mm-hmm. sharing the findings and disseminating and creating conversation around those subjects is part of the research as much as the data collection the designing the research questions mm-hmm. and analysis and all those things so we take this very seriously so i hope that i have answered your question
1: yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I i think i think it's answered um, uh i'm i'm of the opinion yeah uh, I, I'm the same opinion. I'm thinking, you know, we need um, we need to have uh, these spaces where uh, be, like um, our elected officials uh, are given, you know, uh, research findings and documents upon which to base policies on. So, for example, or even someone who's interested in running for office can formulate his political ideology and the things he wants to, to bring To to legislation through some of these, uh, especially the researches that are done by uh, groups like yours and etc. So that they have an informed opinion uh, when they are, okay, they have an informed pool of opinion from which now to formulate the kind of policies that will drive, whether it's on the county level or even on the national level. Because, you know, people just, I think, especially in Kenya, uh, politics is seen as uh, and and I don't know if you know this from especially the previous generation, you have politi- people looking at politics as um, a, a final, um, you know, hurdle. You know, you've you, you've lived all this time, you've amassed so much wealth. The only thing that is remaining is for you to enter into politics, mm-hmm. like a, a way to self-fulfill yourself.
0: Yeah, so, yeah
1: and instead of looking at it as a means through to, uh through which to change the lives of citizens and the best way would be utilizing
0: actual uh research from things. Yeah, yeah 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 it's it's true and the problem that we are facing right now is that there's no data and government <laughs> are not very interested in collecting data and you know we are talking about big data right now but we don't even have the small data like I have my my aunt. She's a nurse. She's also involved with with some organizations just to do to collect data. And do you find that even in 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 hospitals where records are kept, they're not even there to be to be found? They, they, I don't know. They don't even fill in the the, the details they're supposed to, and therefore when
1: mm-hmm.
0: that data is supposed to to be used for decision making is not found, it's not found, it's not to be found. And I think it's a sad thing that even in the research we are doing, it's organizations from outside that are interested in our own well-being. And I think that I, I think that's that's not so good of our of ourselves, you know. But I'm yeah. thankful for the opportunity, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it, it also says a lot about
1: the the wealthy people in our society because um, ideally um, the people with the means are the people who are supposed to, in the, under the auspices of giving back to society, many, many, they should be funding these efforts to give hospitals, you know, uh, civil governments, police forces, all these things, uh, research on their proper fields so that they can make correct policies. But anyway, yeah. I think we'll take a break and then we'll come back with a panel segment and um, talk more. So, okay, okay.